And if you don't turn it into action, you're, you almost become addicted to your own your own fantasies. And, and I found myself doing that before I changed my mindset. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Goals Do Come True with me, Doug Bennett. And today I am joined by Dave Young. Now, Dave is a father of three teenage girls, and we sort of established that that's probably a whole podcast episode on its own, but we're not going to go there. He's an entrepreneur, business coach. He's part of the strategic coach program. So I've got a, an old connection in there, which is how we got in touch. He's the co-host of Builder Nuggets podcast, and he's the regional partner at Allaire Homes. So he's a bit of a, an investor, and we're going to see what he can come up with in the goals arena for us. But, you know, Dave, anything that I missed there that you need to share with the audience? No, you've got it covered. I, I've come from a little bit different path of how I got to uh, where I am. And I've reached some goals and you know, learned a few things about goal setting along the way and working with others. So I'm happy to collaborate with you and talk with you about that. Cool. Well, well I mean, we're, let's launch in with the big, hairy, audacious goal that you might have done or that you're working on at the moment that uh, you're happy to share with us. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm coming to you from one of my goals recently met here. So I'm in uh, a home that we purchased in the Bahamas. It was a dream of ours, my wife and I, many years ago, and we worked towards it and put a plan in place. And and in January, it it came true. So I'm happy to say that there's one recently met. And it's a funny thing. I don't feel like there's really one huge goal. There's there's several goals that you can have that you're working on. And, you know, one of the secrets I've learned is very rarely do you ever reach them on your own, how you get other people involved in your goals and is key to that success. And working on other people's goals with them assures many of your own goals coming true. And you, you probably experienced that yourself, Doug, that when you work on somebody else's goals and, and help them achieve and have a degree of accountability and measurement in those things, that ultimately your goals end up coming true is through your investment in, in other people. You're absolutely right there. I mean, you know, that's part of my life purpose now is to help people towards this goal-setting situation. I, I mean, for me, it all stemmed from a little notebook that I wrote back in 2004. And I wrote these goals down and I repeated them on a day-by-day basis. And the little notebook got tucked away in the drawer. And I found it, I don't know, six or seven years later, and I'd completed 10 out of 11 of the goals that I'd written down. And it was like, holy moly, there's something in this. Amazing. There's <laughs> something in it. Yeah, absolutely. Intention is an amazing thing. And when I mentioned the home that we just bought, I talked about having a dream. And sometimes goals start out as dreams, but without action and without intention, they just stay dreams. They never come true. So when you're working with somebody on their goals, you need to put the steps in place for them to achieve them. Sometimes you need to hold them accountable. Sometimes, you know, you just start working on it subconsciously and like the things that you wrote down in your book that they magically came true. You were probably working on it subconsciously. But when I work with other, you know, business owners as a business coach, we're working on it on a regular basis to make it come true. So that that's how you shift it from, you know, most of the time people, when they talk about their goals, many of them 
They're just dreams because they're not going to take the action that they need to, to put them in place. And that's where you get into the imposter syndrome that I've heard you talk about on your, on your show before, because you start to believe that your dreams are goals and you start to fall short of those dreams and you run, you run out of time. It'd be fun to talk about what are some of the things that you've seen for goal achievement, small steps. Like when you're working with somebody, how do you help them to set their goals, Doug? I get them to list them down to start with. Blank piece of paper, write them down. Just whatever's there. Then we work on reframing them to make sure that they've, they write them as if they've already happened. Great. Yeah, I think that's the critical thing. And I think it's part of your subconscious. It can't work out what's real and what's imaginary. So if you're telling it something that has already happened, there's some kind of dissonance between it and and the fact that it's not there, but it thinks it should be there and, and it opens up avenues and you see things that you probably... Well, they've always been there. That's the point. All of this data, all of this stimuli, all of this information that we need to get towards our goals is there. It's just we haven't told our brain to look for it. So that's the first thing that I do. But then also I try and get people to write them down the following day without referring back to the ones that they did the day before. To make them real. Well, one, to make them real, but also repetition. Because you might have a goal today that's important for you today. But tomorrow, it's not as important. And the day after, it's not as important. So it doesn't come back up on the list. But what you'll find is over the course of 20 days, 21 days, which is what they say about habits, although I think they're extending the time frame out that it should take. If you keep writing them down without referring back to the day before, then you're in a situation where the really serious ones are like cream, they rise to the top. Yeah. They become the ones that you're committed to and yes. willing to take the action on, action on. And, you know, accountability, you know, it, it's funny because talking about your goals is a great thing. You're talking about them to involve others and you're going to be collaborating on something and get people behind your mission. But we were talking a second ago about the imposter thing. And it was something that I suffered from is before they were goals, they might've been dreams. And I would find myself thinking about it, having some sort of endorphin rush or, you know, some sort of chemical reaction in the brain that's a dump. And the thought of the fantasy was like a drug where it was enough to talk about it and think about it and you felt something. And I think that's a bit of a hit that you take. And if you don't turn it into action, you almost become addicted to your own your own fantasies. And, and I found myself doing that before I changed my mindset. And I've had moments where I would be sharing an idea and, and I love working on ideas. I, I have some big, hairy, audacious goals and I, I've had them for years and done nothing with them until, until recently. And I found that, you know, you start to tell these things to yourself, you believe them, but if you don't take action, other people start to look at you and go, this is somebody who just talks about things and, and never takes action. So how do you overcome that? And how do you put the steps in place so you're actually working towards it? And then you no longer become the imposter because you're taking real action and you can dig yourself out of these things. For, for me, it was you know being a visionary in a visionary type role, discovering EOS, learning about, that's the entrepreneurial operating system for those that may, may not have heard of it before, but it puts structure around everything, which kind of like me really needs. And it was cool to see the visionary up on an accountability chart with an integrator next to it 
And I realized I don't have to do all those things. The reason I wasn't taking action is because I didn't know what to do next. And it wasn't in my, it wasn't in my skill set. So a few steps for me helped me to unlock myself and learn how to actually set a proper goal, work towards a, a goal and to, and to believe that I was actually going to do it and stop just thinking about it. And there's been times in my life where, you know, I've had family members, I would tell them about something and they would say, I don't want to hear about anything else that you're not going to do. Ooh, and well, that hurts. That yeah, hurts. <laughs> right. So if you find yourself in that situation and, and you, you almost feel like you're delusional, you know, you, you need to start to look at, well, why am I not taking action? And, and I think in most cases for people, especially if they're more in a visionary role, but, you know, I, I think about it as the visionary's curse is that you, you don't know what to do and you start a lot of things, but don't finish them because you're trying to embark on that journey. You're trying to discover, you know, work towards your goal, but you hit a dead end because it's not your strength. It's not your, you know, as Dan Sullivan would talk about it as your unique ability. And once you recognize what your unique ability is and you stick to it, then you can establish goals for, for the mission that you want, you want to go on and attract other people to it. Who are the ones who actually do it? And for them, it's meaningful because they don't know how to think up these things necessarily. They want to be involved in an exciting mission. They have skills that they want to have be valued and they're, they're really good at things that, that you're not taking action and following through and, and all that sort of thing. So, you know, if, if I could lay a, a nugget out here for you, don't expect to get there on your own because you're not good at everything and don't put the pressure on yourself to do every aspect of it. Find goals that are meaningful to other people as well and enlist their, their help, uh, make it their goal and work on them together and you'll accomplish so much more. And you've probably experienced that in your own, in your own world too, Doug. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope you don't mind me just spending a few moments to tell you about my new book. I'm very excited. It's called Think Simple, Win Big, How to Build the Business of Your Dreams with a Few Simple Goals. And it's a rewrite of my original book, Goals Do Come True. And it's especially available for entrepreneurs, either new entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs who want to get the fundamentals right with their business. So if you are interested in getting your hands on a copy, go to my website, www.dougbennett.co.uk. Anyway, let's go back to the podcast. I was just looking at your uh, Colby. And for people that aren't aware of Colby, Dave is a four, three, ten, two, right? Is that right? Correct. I'm a four, two, nine, four. Okay, we're very close. <laughs> we're very, very close. Now, yeah. for anybody, anybody that doesn't get what Colby all, is all about, the the critical ones for me there are the two middle numbers. I'm a two nine. I'm a four two nine four. So that's a two on follow through. You're yes. three. So you're marginally better on follow through than I am, but they're really seriously high numbers. Four, two, nine, four, four, three, ten, two, the 10 and the nine. That's remind me. Quick start. Quick start. Quick start. Yes. I knew what the word was. Quick start. Now that is ideas, people. So we're like butterflies. 
we flip from idea to idea to idea. And then sometimes we'll actually take a big, long sip on an idea. Right. And just hover there for a little bit longer or even rest for a few moments. And then, but then we're off to something else. And that's why we need some high follow through people behind us to make everything that we do happen. Exactly. And the interesting thing there is, you know, I used to feel embarrassed about that. I used to feel ashamed that I wasn't good at doing the the tasks and I would have people challenge me like, you, you know, you have to work on that. You have to work on these things. And it wasn't until I read Who Not How. So it was a combination of Who Not How, getting a Colby score, doing the Clifton Strengths, Strengths Finder, and looking at understanding the role of the visionary and the integrator and seeing how a team, an actual team works that you become comfortable with what you're good at and realize that's what I need to focus on. I don't need to get better at all the things that I'm, why, at. why would I spend time on, on improving something I'm never going to be good at and hate doing. Yeah, yeah. So, but then, then the challenge becomes for those people, how do you add value to them and how do you create exciting initiatives? How do you create opportunity for somebody else in a way that they wouldn't have thought of? And that becomes you know, then you're in your wheelhouse constantly and you're working on things that are meaningful to you. But so are those people, because I used to feel like if it was passing the buck or, or people were judging you and people still do judge you. They, they see you uh, assign a task to somebody or they think, you know, they look across the street and say that guy, you know, he, he doesn't cut his own grass, you know, or, or whatever the thing may be that you're taught is valuable, hard work. And, you know, that people are respected for It's just the wrong work for some people. And there's, you know, being okay with it. I call it freedom of relationship with yourself. For anybody who's read Who Not How, they talk about four freedoms and it's freedom of time, freedom of purpose, freedom of relationship and freedom of money. And what happens if you, you know, you create those things. Well, ultimately, if you do the first three, well, you end up with freedom of money and financial freedom to go and make new investments and continue to grow. But the notion of freedom of relationship is you have your, your business set up or your life set up for that matter, in a way that you only have relationships with people that you want to have relationships with. And whether that's your clients, you know, you get to pick and choose the clients you want and you only work with the people, you know, who are on the same mission as you or, you know, your suppliers, you know, that share the same values, your friends that value you and you value their time. And as I was going through this personal journey, it dawned on me that probably the most important freedom there is for sure it's freedom of relationship but it's freedom of relationship with yourself and understanding it's okay for me to be a visionary that's crappy at getting all kinds of little things done. But boy, is it ever fun when you find the right team and they're excited about the, the goal and it might start out as your vision and they add shape to it. And then you all collaborated on it, on it together and you can do amazing things. And, and like anything in life, whatever your big goal is, you're probably not going to get there yourself. You had a, an ultra marathoner on your show a couple uh, couple episodes ago, and that's not something you do on your own. You can have mental fortitude and you can decide that you're going to endure th through some things, but you're going to need countless training partners. You're going to need information from other people about what the pack is you run through the Sahara Desert, you know, six days in a row, six marathons in a row. Like you, you don't just... You don't just hop in there, stuff it an extra pair of shorts and, and a water bottle in your backpack and go, right? Grab your Nikes and, and off I go. Like 
this takes some serious training. So if, if people start to look at their goals as this takes serious training, I don't have to feel like I'm, I'm doing it myself. Maybe it was a dream. How do I turn a dream into a goal? It's through action. And what's my role in making that goal a reality? And you may look at it and say, well, I can only do so much of it. Who else do I need to enlist? And mm. the flip side of that is learn about other people's goals. And if you're working with them or you're part of their their support, whether it's a friend or family member, how do you become a champion in somebody else's goals? Because that is super fulfilling as well. And you know, when it, when it comes to business, well, life in general, but in the financial planning business, there's no faster path to success than making other people's goals come true. Like you get to be a, a trusted guide in that. And same same thing with a the business coach. You go on a mission with these people, and and you get there. My team molds me accountable for things. I'm the three and the ten. I, I want to come up with new ideas and go off on tangents and chase squirrels all over the place. Well, sometimes they like chasing squirrels too. It's fun. Hey, another squirrel, let's go. But they're the ones who also reel me back in and say, no, no, this is the goal that we all committed to. We've got to break this down. And we we do it into, you know, quarterly goals, you know, even down to, you know, through EOS. Here we're, we have a weekly meeting where we're reviewing things as well and really keeps you on track. So measuring it, tracking it, you know, it, it all helps. Do you, do you have a tool that you use? Like, you know, we talked about writing them down. Do you have anything, what do you use for measuring? That's a good question. So another quick start. I was, I was never measuring anything before. So <laughs> no, no, I've, got, I've caught you off guard there, Doug. It's, uh, it, it's bare beginning. And uh, I was in that boat. I, I, you know, there's so many things that I don't track and don't measure. And people ask me, well, how are you measuring that? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. So I, was I, I, I look at the bank account. Right. I look at the bank account and my investments. If they're doing okay, then things should be okay. But no, you're that, right. And and the the thing is, because because I sold a big chunk of my business a couple of years ago, I've been meandering for about eighteen months whilst I've been that, trying to work out what it is that I want to be doing with my life. Yeah, because I don't actually but, need to be here. Be. What a great place to be! You, 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 you <laughs> want to be, you know. Look at the ways to add value, and, and generally you get it back multifold. So mm-hmm. no, so that's good, right? So we're going to wrap this up, but we talked about this. Okay. The, the question I ask all of my guests: a goal setting, Dave Young nugget that everybody in the world needs to know that we haven't touched on already. Oh my goodness! So it, it's belief and being genuine with yourself and, and saying, hey, is this something that's meaningful enough to me to commit to and take action around? And and then when you do do it, you know, you, you had a quote earlier in one of the podcasts about, you know, going to your grave with unfinished business or a, a story untold and, and all that sort of thing. And I think we're all, we all feel that way at times. There's all things that we wish we had done. Well, those things that you wish you had done, do you believe in them? Do you believe that you can do them? Are they worth doing and and are they worth committing to? And what steps are you willing to uh, take? And then when you start to break it down, I'll share with you quickly that one of my big hairy audacious goals, I've made a promise to my daughters to write a movie. And, you know, it's it's a fun side passion that I, I, I like to write and I've written some scripts before, never done anything about it. They're sitting in a drawer on, a, on, the, on the computer. And I told, I shared the story with another connector uh, a couple months ago. And he said, that's an amazing idea. Like, how did you come up with that? And we spent about an hour and a half talking about it. And then he shared with me that he's got some 
connections in the industry. And I really had no idea where to start. Like if I, if I want to turn my idea into a movie, you have no, you're paralyzed with fear. You have, and you think it's such a, a crazy idea that, you know, it, it could never happen, but all it takes is one person who's a connector who hears your story and believes in it. And then you can unravel just a string of guides and champions and supporters to help you along the way and find that one person who connects you <laughs> connects you to the to the next person who connects you to the next person well maybe maybe if you're struggling for guests on your podcast i'll be happy to reciprocate i would love to that would be fun and it's been been a very fun uh, discussion with you and um I, I admire what you're doing. You know, you're you're trying to help people and help them to achieve something big and be okay with turning dreams into goals into realities and taking the step. And 75 podcasts is pretty amazing. You'll be at 100 soon. And you know, this is it's how you do it. Your your podcast is is a great example of how you make something come true. How you how you make progress. And it's one podcast at a time, one step at a time, one new relationship at a time. Just finding that and, and sharing your sharing your story because if, if people don't know, they can't support it and have the courage to share it and then the fortitude to actually do something about it. Dave, that's a perfect position to end. Thank you very much for joining me. Take care, my friend. See you later. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to review and subscribe on Apple, Google or Spotify. I'd love to hear about your goals. You can share them with me at dougbennett.co.uk. 